everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, I am joined by our Devo writer for today's Devo, Chital Agrawal. Hey, what's up, guys? And Chital, I feel like you're a legend around Watermark, honestly. I mean, when I think about your reputation, we haven't probably officially met until today, but I just hear woman of God. And so I'm encouraged to hear you share a little bit more about yourself. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Um, yeah, let me let me just give a little bit of background of how I got to Watermark. So um, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I uh, grew up in a Hindu home and followed Hinduism for 22 years, got to college, went to um, uh, school at UT. Shout out to all my Longhorns out there. Oh, I went to A&M. Uh, yeah, you and everyone else at That's Watermark. Fair. I think there's five <laughs> of us here. Um, but got to UT, really had to wrestle with what faith meant due to just some family dynamics and started dating a guy um, the end of my uh, junior year. And um, we dated for a year and a half. I moved to Dallas and thought we'd get married. It ended up not working out. And so I just was crushed. And uh, someone told me about the porch. And so I came here and just, it was the first time I learned that you didn't need a work your way to God, which is really what the tenet of Hinduism is, is you, um, it's all workspace, it's karma. And so if you do good, then you'll be closer to God. If you don't do good, then you'll be further from God. And so when I came here, I just heard that God loved me so much that He sent a son to die for me. And if I believed in that and believed that He was risen, then I could be forgiven, be with Him forever. And so um, that concept was really hard for me to understand. So spent about two years living one foot in the church, came here, um, came on Sundays, um, and then on the weekends I would party and was really trying to work my way up in corporate America as fast as possible. That was kind of my idol. Um, and after about two years of doing that, um, Easter of 2011, the Lord just really convicted my heart and was just kind of, I just... It was one of those either you got to choose the world or you got to choose me, but you can't do both. So um, surrendered my life to Christ back then. And then ever since then, just haven't really looked back. Um, I think I just fell in love with Jesus in that moment. And um, that's just been growing ever since. And so now I work in uh, the pharmaceutical industry and finance. And um, that's a big passion of mine is to bring the gospel to the darkness of corporate America. And um, and then another passion is just fighting uh, sex trafficking in Dallas specifically. And so um, do that on the weekends instead of— Is that where you serve? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. and reclaimed our anti-trafficking ministry. Awesome. Yeah, so, um, so that's really just been the focus the past few years is just continuing to try to share the gospel in those different avenues. So cool. It's cool to hear how God has been writing your story. And Easter's coming up, so that's, what, 12 years of walking with Jesus? Uh, yeah, um, uh, 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy just to, I don't know, hear that, like hear what you were before Christ, but I only know of Chital post-following Jesus. And so it's fun for me to get a glimpse into the work God's done in your heart. And I'm excited for all the listeners to get to hear from you as we talk about First Corinthians. So what you got for us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so 1 Corinthians, um, specifically chapter 1, is what I wrote on, and it's probably one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, which I know is easy to say about pretty much everything. But what I love about this chapter is Paul just touches so much on the wisdom of God, who God is, and he contrasts that with the world. And I think this is just such a relevant message for us today, um, especially when you look at 
all the different channels that we have of messages coming in, whether it's social media or TV or media in general. And so in this particular chapter, my favorite thing is the first 10 verses. And so Corinth, the city, is very similar to Dallas. Yeah, like um, big cities, Dallas, Austin, Los Angeles, lots of wealth, like travel. Absolutely. And so in the midst of all the chaos of these big cities, what Paul does is he puts our focus back on the only thing that matters. Despite all the distraction, Paul comes in in the first 10 verses and talks about Jesus. You see Jesus mentioned in every single verse in the first 10 verses. So before we try to address the issues of our city, of our world, we have to go back to the core focus, which is Jesus Christ. So good. So after you see that, then he gets into the divisions in the church. And this is the part that I think can be something that we can really take tangibly away, because that's something that is very relevant. Um, If you've been paying attention the past two years, um, there's not just division in the world, but specifically in the church. And so we'll tend to follow particular pastors or leaders in the church that have the same ideology as us in terms of healthcare, whether we're vaccinated or not vaccinated, what Mm. their position is, their political beliefs. Um, And Paul just blows all that up. He basically says, why do you say you follow Peter? Why do you say you follow me? What That's not, is Christ divided? And there's just so much beauty in those three words, is Christ divided? And the answer is no. Yet we walk around, even within the church, inherently acting like Christ is divided. And I think a lot of that sometimes just comes through pride, right? We think we've got a corner on truth. We think we've got a corner on the Holy Spirit, and we don't, in case you were wondering. Um, (laughs) And so I think that's something that we should just really start to sit back and think through of who are we following? Are we really following the God of the universe? Are we following people that talk about the God of the universe? And it's not bad to um, respect and and listen to people that know Jesus and have studied God's Word for a long time. Or have a role model. Or have a role model. I have a lot of role models. Um, There are a lot of people I respect. But do we put them at a higher um, influence in our life than the Holy Spirit or God's Word? And I think that is something that we are at risk of right now. We're in a very big influence culture, so there's influencers all over the place. And so people are looking for you to follow them, and we just have to be diligent to know that um, instead of being pulled away, to go back to the one thing that points us to who God is, and that's God's Word. So strong. So what does 1 Corinthians 1 look like in your life, Chital? How does this play out for you personally, or how has it played out? Yeah. I mean, I think how it has played out specifically, I remember a few years ago, I love commentaries. And I think um, it helps me just appreciate God's Word more, understand more of what's going on. Those are really good things. Commentaries are good things. What are some of your favorite commentaries? Honestly, it's uh, so Matthew Henry, um, but then also Dr. Constable um, is probably the one that I'm uh, more likely to go to. I use him a lot uh, for this podcast. Yeah, and I mean, they they were really great. They are really great. But what I found is I would get done reading a passage, and instead of sitting and meditating and just asking the Holy Spirit to help me interpret what did He mean by this? Like, what did God—why did God preserve this word for 2,000 years? Mm. I would run to the commentary. And that is really relying on the Holy Spirit, on what the Holy Spirit has revealed through someone else, rather than just waiting and listening. And it became so much sweeter— when I just sat and listened and heard, um, you know, 
what the Lord had to say for me. And and you can, there's a lot of, you got to be really careful with that, of what you're hearing. But what I've learned is it taught me more about God's Word because it would always, there would always be a time where I would reference a different verse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would help unpack a little bit more of what I'm learning. And then um, once I felt like I had really uh, spent some time asking the Lord to help me understand, then I would absolutely go to commentaries, et cetera, just to um, study God's Word a little bit more. So that's one thing that, you know, has shifted in my um, uh, time with the Lord. But I think also, even today, I I love listening to certain pastors and podcasts and things like that. And I think I've just learned that sometimes I want to be more entertained by the Bible mm. than I do just want to meditate on God's Word. For me, and even I bet for a lot of people listening, that's pretty convicting. Like that's a, a real reality, especially in the age of podcasts and YouTube, when those things are so accessible that we can make the excuse uh, that I I am spending time with God. I, I'm listening to Christian content. This is good for my relationship with Him. But those are supplements. They're not They're not the meal, and it can be... It can be dangerous. Yeah. Um, It's a lot of what other people say about God. So you're appreciating other people's time with the Lord rather than just going to the going to God yourself. Experiencing it yourself. Yeah. That's so strong. I could talk about this forever, but I think we're almost out of time. Chital, thank you for being here. If you're listening to this and you didn't know, we are actually walking through the book of 1 Corinthians as a church on Sunday mornings. And so today's Friday, this coming Sunday, we will be back in 1 Corinthians, either wrapping up chapter 1 or starting chapter 2. I'm not totally sure. But it's going to be great. And uh, if you are just jumping into the book of 1 Corinthians, I'd encourage you to check out the bonus episode that released last week, Overviewing the Book. And As we study 1 Corinthians, you'll find that the theme is correction. But the good news is that whenever we see correction, God's grace always makes a way for redemption. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.